0: During this hour, uh, we will uh, I'll give I'll give some instruction some instruction on meditation, and um, <clears throat> and then we'll sit for a while, and uh, and after the sitting, there'll be a little time for questions and and Q and A and, uh, or Sharing of your experience, um, <coughs> and um, and then uh, I'll give a little bit of walking meditation, and we'll have a walking period uh, at 9:45. <coughs> we have a sound system, um, a, a, a a speaker system to uh, you know, if if anybody has trouble hearing. Um, so I'm going to try to remember to speak loudly. It's. I find it's, it's. Both Jean and I find it preferable not to use the speaker system if, if we can avoid it, because there's always this little you know electronic buzz. Uh, but um, if if either of us uh, kind of drifts into a quiet voice, uh, especially during a guided meditation, I think uh, I I tend to do that. Um, please just. Give a little signal so that we know that um, that you can't. You're having trouble hearing. <clears throat> I gave a bit of instruction last night, a guiding into the sitting, and um, and that was um, a guiding on um, mindfulness with breathing. So I'm going to. Repeat that again and, and then maybe uh, take it a little bit farther uh, and then we'll sit and then as I said, if you have questions you can bring them up after the sitting. <clears throat> so mindfulness, um, I know that some of you are new to meditation so I'll, I'll I'll just uh, offer this kind of basic foundational um, instruction. Mindfulness is um, is a word that um, it's actually uh, the way it's used in in teaching today. It it includes a number of different um, elements of meditation that are. Um, uh, and it's kind of groups them together under the word mindfulness. <clears throat> uh, so so I'll just you know talk about it in that in that way. That mindfulness is um, a way of of gathering our attention. Uh, so it's a it's a training of the mind. And um, we're gathering our attention to uh, a pres- our present moment experience so uh, which means that we're collecting the mind from habitual patterns of of thinking and imagining and talking to ourselves you know which is quite normal you know so if, if you're if you're new on this path and you think that uh, you're the only one whose mind is just Kind of going on and on and uh, and and keeps drifting away every time you try to bring it back to the breath. Uh, it's actually that that's the normal experience, uh, and so it you know we bring we bring patience and we bring commitment to that uh, to just beginning again. So so mindfulness is that present moment attention <coughs> um, in uh, and. And we're we're bringing it to um, we train the mind by bringing it to our sensory experience. So, seeing, hearing, tasting, touching, smelling, and in Buddhism, the teaching is that the mind is um, is the uh, is also a sense, one of the senses, the sixth sense, the thinking mind. So we're bri- we're we're becoming aware of what we're. We're seeing, we're touching, we're hearing, and so on. <clears throat> and, um, and we choose, in training the mind in sitting meditation practice, we choose a particular object of meditation, which uh, the, way, the most common one that's taught is the breath. So an object of meditation, it's, an ob- object is used here as not a thing, but a focus. So the focus for our attention um, can be the breath. So I'll just just add that um, occasionally people find it hard to work with the breath. uh, And and that, you know, it could be because there's some issue around breathing, asthma or something like that. It could be that it's just very uh, challenging to bring the attention right into the body, which is what the breath uh, requires. So sometimes people also can focus on sound, just how sounds come and go, and just having a kind of a listening attitude. And sound can be the object of meditation. Um, uh, or the touch sensation of the body, just sitting on the chair or, or uh, the hands, um resting on the knees so so these <coughs> these are other ways that the attention can be brought to present moment experience so they're all present moment experiences the breath <coughs> the breath is um, is one of the objects that the Buddha taught most often um, and it has many advantages uh, because it um, it's always it's always there uh, it, you know, there's always an in-breath or an out-breath happening when the mind drifts. you can come back to the breath very easily, and uh, and it also reflects back to us uh, our states of mind. So we might notice that that we're holding our breath. Uh, we might notice that um, the the breath is very uh, kind of constricted, and so that that can you know make us aware that that there's something happening in the mind, which is creating tension, the breath can be used to calm the body and calm the mind. So, so just feeling an in-breath, feeling an out-breath, letting go of, of tension and thoughts uh, on the out-breath can be a skillful way to just, you know, let go of what's preoccupying us and just arrive in our um, experience, arrive in our body, in the present moment. <coughs> so, um, so there's a, there's a whole discourse on <coughs> on mindfulness, excuse me. <coughs> there's a whole discourse on mindfulness with breathing and it uh, and it begins by simply instructing to um, to be aware of the quality of the breath. So to notice if your breath is, uh, you know, maybe your breath is very shallow, or maybe it's it's very deep. And it, not to judge it, or not to fix the breath, or try to make yourself breathe in some way which is. Um, which you might feel is, you know, the right way, because there is no right or wrong way to breathe. Um, as long as breathing is happening, we're in good shape. Uh, so, so just uh, just noticing the quality of the breath and actually being mindful of the breath. And, and mindfulness is, uh, you know, is, remember, not, not judging, not fixing, not trying to... Push things away or hold on to them. Um, just just being mindful of the breath um, actually does have an effect on the breath. And and so if the breath, you know, feels tense or tight, well, it just might uh, it might relax a little bit because mindfulness has that quality of non-grasping, non uh, non-holding, not holding and tension tightening around the breath is a form of holding. So we're just uh, bringing mindfulness to the sensation of the breath. So when we're mindful of breathing, we're not imagining the breath or, you know, visualizing the breath. Uh, We're just, um, in a very simple and ordinary way, we're aware of it, we're feeling it. noticing where we feel it though. Is it in the nostrils? Is it in in the chest, in the belly? Maybe you can check in right now and notice, you know, where do you feel the breath most easily? So by by connecting our attention to breathing, what we're what we're doing, what we're we're giving our mind an opportunity to rest in something that's very simple, kind of neutral, you know, like when I say neutral I mean it's not super exciting, you know, the breath we don't get really excited about, wow, that was the best breath I've ever had in my life. Uh, it's it's just you know it's it's kind of neutral that way, and and usually, you know, it's not it's not that unpleasant either. Breathing is, uh, so it's not on it's not something that we would be likely to kind of want to grasp or push away. It's 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 in that neutral zone, where it's just there, and it's um, and we can be with it, and it doesn't pull the mind one way or another. And so, in, in resting in that very simple um, and essential uh, experience of breathing, um, we can, it gives the mind something to connect with uh, and can, we can collect our attention. So, um, we gather our attention Around just feeling the breath. Um, it when we first begin the practice, it 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 can feel like it can feel like a you know uh, there's just a little bit of attention on the breath, and it can feel like a lot of background chatter, you know, like in the mind is just chattering away in the background, and and there's just a, a kind of a, a little connection to the breath that and it, it may feel weak, and so the mind might slip off. It's it's a little. I, I I think of it a little bit like you know if you're say if you're in a noisy cafe, and and you're sitting and you're trying to have a conversation with somebody that you really want to talk to, uh, you really you're really interested, um, but there's so much noise going on, that you know it's really hard to focus but as as you connect with that person and as you get really interested somehow your attention c- collects and and the background chatter doesn't interfere the the noises of the cooking in the kitchen the pots and pans and the and other people talking and so on and the traffic on the street it just kind of falls away and um and and in that way the breath too we get we can get really interested in the breath, and uh, and really connected, and uh, it can actually become something that we love, you know. That it and it can bring joy, just to um, to collect our attention and to be interested and connected to a single in breath and out breath. And 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 why it brings joy is that. It actually it's a kind of relief to let go of all that um, chatter in the mind. All the chatter about what we're what we don't want and all the chatter about what we want and all the feelings that we feel in in the body about um, you know what we like and what we don't like. So so it can be a kind of a relief and um, uh, an absorption in the breath, uh, and and a, a, a kind of a, a kind of a joy can arise in that. So that's um, that's a you know, it's a progression, and that's something which is a development uh, of the mind. It's a training of the mind, and the reason why that's a good thing to develop is that. It gives us some clarity around seeing actually what's coming up uh, as we as we live our lives. So when we have some stability, some stillness, some capacity to just be with what's coming up in in our present moment experience, then we then that gives us the possibility of, of practicing with it in a way which helps us to see the true nature of of the body and the mind. <coughs> um, and, and in seeing the true nature, what I mean when I say that, what I mean is that we we be, we can begin to see that that actually these mental states that we we can identify with so strongly, um, like uh, you know maybe anxiety or or feeling not good enough or or feeling. Um, Resentment or anger, or or wanting, always feeling like I need more. I need more. Uh, these are um, these are painful states of mind, and and when we develop the stability to actually bring our attention to them we begin to recognize that they're just moving through us. You know, we don't need to be... Uh, it's, like, it's a bit like a storm system moving through. You know, we, can, we can give it space. We can be with our experience in a way that feels more spacious, uh, more peaceful, more, more equanimous. More accepting. We don't have to always be pushing away. You know, if if anger arises or wanting, grasping, you know, we don't we don't need to feel we have to get rid of it. Like when we begin to recognize that there's space, there's stillness. It can it can move through us uh, without. without us feeling threatened and without us kind of getting hooked, feeling identified with it. So, um, so this is kind of giving a, uh, a kind of direction, you know, this is where just being with the breath and stabilizing the mind in the present moment and, uh, and noticing a bit of space, a bit of stability. <coughs> this is where um, it goes. And um, and really, it, it it's there's a, an attitude that we bring to it, even at the very beginning, even at our first sitting. It's not an attitude of striving, or I've got to do this, I've got to accomplish this. But it's really a, an attitude of kindness and compassion, like, uh, like just, OK. Um, I'm just going to be be present here be present with this breath and and allow the mind to rest allow the mind to come to a kind of a, a rest in the simplicity of a single breath so, so it's you know it can feel like oh is this all there is just you know feeling my breath is this can it be really so simple? Uh, and, yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't mean that it's it's easy. You know, that as, as, we, as we do it, we see that, oh, these habits of the mind are very strong. And that's, you know, that's okay. We begin to really notice what pulls us away. We begin to, to, be, to develop a deeper self-awareness of what are these Habits of mind that uh, are so deeply rooted and and uh, and kind of you know pull us away from being present in our lives and form can sometimes distort our experience of what's happening in, in this moment. So let's practice for a little while and then. Um, and then uh, we'll have some time for questions and comments. taking your seat finding that sense of stability and balance and ease in the body and bringing that energy to the spine, lifting from the base of the spine through the crown of the head. And and that upward energy of the back expresses our commitment to practice, our commitment to begin again. Every time the mind drifts off, and then there's that moment of waking up, of recognizing, oh, I'm There's the mind, caught up in a story. Taking, just taking a, a, a very brief moment, not to trace back where did I get caught up, but just what's the mind caught up in at this moment? Is it a memory? Is it, is it a drama, an imagined drama? Is it a feeling? Sadness, anger, grief, just maybe naming it, and then coming back, and resting in the breath, abiding in the breath. You might feel your breath in a particular place in the body, maybe in your chest, rising and falling, or the abdomen, or your nostrils. You might feel the breath as a whole body experience, your whole body inflating with each in-breath. And you might notice how that rhythm of breath is experienced as you breathe in. Maybe there's pressure, maybe there's pressure in your seat right where you're sitting, your buttocks pressing just subtly more against the cushion or the chair. your chest and your back expanding. And as you breathe out, your body relaxing, deflating. So you might feel the whole breath in the whole body in that way You might feel the breath as it moves from the nostrils down through the windpipe to the chest and the lungs. Breathing in and breathing out. You might feel it even more precisely in a particular place. So just explore that, bring an interest and a curiosity to how you experience the breath and where you experience it. What are the different ways of experiencing it? And what the texture of the breath is, does it feel smooth or rough? Does it feel tight or relaxed, without judging, just getting to know what the breath is like in your body? notice what happens in the mind when you release your posture as you release your posture the bell rings and and um, you know a very very simple practice to keep continuity is, is as the bell rings and and you begin to move and you shift your posture just stay connected to the breathing rather than just kind of dispersing, letting the mind just let go. <clears throat> Does anybody have any questions or any comment of about what you experienced in the practice? Sure. I just wanted to call it optimism. were calling out things yesterday. I wanted to call it optimism. Thank you. Anything else? Yes?
1: Um, I would say that I struggle a lot with stillness in the body. i kind of like, I get into this point where I'm sort of like trying to hyper-focus and not move and it feels hard to
0: focus on the breath and sort of focus on not moving simultaneously and not be any mm. yeah um, I guess what comes to mind is um, to just uh, a, si- a sense of ease and relaxing into the posture um, it's it's a kind of a tricky balance that we're we're developing it's and again it's a cultivation it's its something we develop because we're wanting to be attentive like awake alert but not tense and we're wanting to be relaxed but not zoned out so you know we usually think about relaxing like you know catch potato kind of you know just flaking out, you know letting the mind go but this is that balance of you know the body relaxing and and, and yet the mind is awake so it's a kind of uh, you know one, uh, one image that um, is sometimes used as uh, is like a cat you know watching something you know like the cat is really relaxed um and at the same time really focused not particularly mindful but <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, so you know one one thing that perhaps would be helpful would be in, si- in beginning meditation practice to um, to m- really bring your attention through the body, uh, have you ever done something like a body scan? Uh, yeah. And um, and and just really noticing where there's tightness and holding in the body. So, uh, like, you could begin with your feet or you could begin with, your, you know, your head. Often we hold a lot of tension in the face and the jaw. You know, even kind of bringing our attention into the brain and, you know, feeling, because we can feel like the skull is is tight, the throat. Um, Often there's a lot of tension in the chest, you know, so just, just using the breath, we can just slowly go through the body, breathing in, noticing if there's tension, And breathing out, just inviting that tension to let go a little bit. Might not let go all the way, but just, you know, open up a little bit, soften. (coughs) Um, So that can be a kind of a a way of entering into a sitting. So uh, it's, again, it's like, like so many of these questions, I think it's probably something that many people experience.
1: I noticed um, irritation and frustration and patterns of thinking that I know caused me suffering. So I was trying to send myself compassion. Mm-hmm. Telling myself I'm trying the best that I can with what I have and more or more. Say that again. It's hard work. Hard work. Mm-hmm. Hard work yeah. to offer compassion or or. or? I the entire. <laughs> so did everyone hear? Can you say your name again? I'm Sherilyn. Sherilyn, did everyone hear what she? Yeah. Said. Oh. Yeah. That. Um, uh, you know, when we, when I was thinking about this with the, with the last question, too, that that when, I mean, to actually appreciate one's effort, really, I mean, it's a lot to just make this commitment to sit, retreat, to sit, to sit even for one meditation session, never mind for several days. So that, that, um, that wisdom, that intuitive wisdom that's, that says bring in compassion, because uh, it, we could call it noble effort, you know, the noble effort to to, to pay attention just to pay attention in, in the way that you know these these instructions are very explicit and so uh, you know we want to uh, uh, we want to get the most maybe out of our retreat so we take on the instructions and we bring our attention you know to what's happening and then sometimes what we see is just this barrage of as you were saying you know irritation or mental habits or you know it, it can feel like, it just can feel like a, almost like an assault. I mean it actually isn't an assault we're just we're just seeing our minds but it can it can feel overwhelming. So to actually bring that that compassion is a in, in Buddhist teachings often called like skillful means. I know that sounds a little technical, but it is actually very skillful because what often happens as Daryl was saying in terms of the suffering in our minds is that we get lost in our experience and then, think somehow we're creating this problem or it's us or you know we have to get out of it even or we have, to, we have to get out of the the pain in the body or we have to get rid of the sleepiness and you know that's where a lot is they call it the second arrow where a lot of that extra suffering if you will comes in and why why would we call it extra suffering because uh, because we're trying to to make something that is not be So so actually when the heart feels the pain just to bring in this quality of care for this living being is, is very uh, very powerful and even if you can feel just a little bit of it some people say oh, I have a really hard time with compassion I'll talk about that more this afternoon it's just to bring even to let it touch just for a second is 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 a powerful energy um, away from the uh, the negating, judging, uh, critical mind that tends to be habituated for for most of us—I I mean, I probably could say all of us—but we'll do a survey later. <laughs> is that helpful? Yeah,
0: right. yeah. So this is more um, I'm worried that hate and loathing is wrong. Well. So when something. Starts to come up for me, like, uh, you know, and it feels unskillful or unhealthy or whatever. I sort of go towards it with metta and just lightness. But then I think, oh, am I just pushing it away? And is, you know, is that a good approach? I mean, because what I find is then it kind of melts away. But then I don't know. But then I also um, i Well, maybe I'm, I should look at it more because maybe there's more in there that I'm missing. And, you know, so. Have you any my- advice? <laughs> <laughs> um. There, there are different approaches, and um, and I, you know, what, it's not that that one is wrong and one is right. It's, it's. Uh, I think that it's like anything that we become, we develop a skill in, you know, the more we understand about uh, how to practice and what what are the different possibilities of practice, the more uh, it just kind of, um, we kind of respond uh, with that intuitive wisdom uh, that Jean just mentioned. Uh, in in a way that feels appropriate. So, um, so sometimes, you know, when something comes up which feels painful, you know, um, so we we call it unskillful. I think, but it it the 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 essence of it is that it's painful. It's painful to feel irritation. It's painful to feel wanting. It's painful to feel self judgment. So these these are painful. Uh, experiences and so um so you know one approach might be to just uh, turn toward it to turn toward it with a courageous and open heart and, and 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 know it know it for what it is you know this is um body sensations, emotions coming through my body, this is, these are thoughts, without without kind of attaching to it, identifying with it, you know, and and really just um, recognizing that that it's passing through, that it's something that I'm feeling in the moment, and it's it's passing through, and in a way, becoming intimate with it, and and it's it's not an easy it's not an easy thing to do because in becoming intimate with it, we feel its we feel its unpleasant nature, uh, whatever it may be, and um, and yet when we do that, when we when we take that um that movement of turning toward rather than being at the effect of being driven no. by whatever's coming up in us we actually it's you know we get to know the nature we get to really we change our relationship with that experience so we're not at the effect of it we're 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 in a, a space within which it it moves turning t- toward it and and bringing meta is it's not it's not that it's a totally different approach but it's 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 slightly different because what we're doing is it's like we're What's, it's technically the what's the expression it's used is we're bringing an antidote, so so we may feel um, that this feels like you know a kind of a disease, and and that metta is an antidote, uh, you know loving kindness metta is a power word loving kindness, and um, and so. And so that kind of, uh, you know, it, it shifts the energy it, you know, Joseph Goldstein uh, used the example, it's like we may, we may be, like it's like watching TV and, you know, we're on this terrible channel with all this violence going on and, and then, you know, we kind of, it's like, oh, this is terrible, and then, oh, I can change the channel, you know? <laughs> Just change the channel, turn on the meta channel. Uh, and uh, so I think that I think that both are important in our practice. To know that, yeah, I can shift. I can shift my energy around this. I can bring in. I can call in compassion. I can call in loving kindness. And um, and also to know. Uh, I can investigate. I can with mindfulness. I can investigate the nature of what is this state of mind, this this habit, this this uh, this memory, which holds so much pain for me. You know, perhaps um, memories can sometimes be uh, something that we need also support to work with um, when they're very when we've been deeply wounded. Um, sometimes it's, uh, it's good to get some loving support from somebody, um, skillful, trained. Um, but to, to know that we can, we can kind of be with these experiences of body and mind, and, um, and that you know, what's actually happening is happening in the present moment. It's a thought, it's an emotion, it's a feeling. So, um, and that's, you know, that, that we have, that we develop skills of mindfulness and investigation and, and wisdom to be with our experience as it is. So, both. Yeah. So, thank you. Um, for those wonderful questions, so um, so we're going to uh, to do a bit of walking meditation now. So some of you have done walking meditation before, and um, and so just feel uh, free to go and begin, and and then um, if you haven't done what? Excuse me, if you haven't done walking meditation. And please, uh, you can stay back and I'll give some instructions.